This is Cast from the Past, the show that casts real-life actors for video game movies that don't exist. I'm your panel moderator, Avery Nora, and with me are your host, and I'll let them introduce themselves. I am intergalactic trans celebrity Juliet Milan. I am a local uh, non-celebrity and comic artist Kelly Thomas. Phenomenal. So as always, uh, I'll, I'll introduce the premise of the show. We are going to devise a cast list for a movie based on uh, some of our favorite old video games. Uh, we have a couple of quick rules uh, for this one. First of all, the cast list has to be viable, which means we have to only use living, working actors. Uh, we're not going to cast games that have extant TV uh, and film uh, adaptations that are, are like popular and, and well-known and such. We're also not going to cast games that have, you know, what would be considered full voice acting, where like there's a lot of attachment between the actor and the character. Um, and also, finally, uh, every episode we do is laden with spoilers. We're talking generally about pretty old video games, so I'm sorry, the statute of limitations there is just run straight out, and we can't talk about the cast list without, you know, getting into spoilers, so... Uh, be warned, avoid episodes for games that you want to avoid uh, spoilers on and, and listen when you've gone and played them. Uh, this week's game is uh, a classic that I think everyone has a special place in their heart for, one that uh, we've all played. It is uh, Ocarina of Time from the N64. Julia, you have any thoughts uh, about about this, this wonderful game? Well, I did do kind of the summary and introduction to the game last time and i was wondering if kelly maybe wanted to take the reins on this one. Oh my gosh um i have not prepared a single thing for this but i will use my own memory from uh my childhood um you know like the thing that like my own personal attachment to ocarina of time is that i got it for christmas it came with the n64 it was a thing that i played with my brother and um, it was maybe like one of the first games when I was younger that I really got to like honestly beat by myself. Um, and so Ocarina of Time takes place um, at, with a younger Link and uh, it's in the, uh, this magical forest and um, he's brought to a Deku tree that is dying. That's this large Deku tree that's dying. And he is forced to go through it and uh go through these trials and get this like um you know this uh this um emerald basically that's inside of the tree <laughs> and um uh story short um he is forced to leave the forest and go to a castle where he meets a young princess <laughs> who um uh is you know <laughs> no tell me more about the princess what's she like <laughs> well she's really um she's really down on her luck <laughs> oh no really what happened I haven't even started. This is so good. Lots, of, lots of great, well, not great. Um, lots of bad things. Um, apparently, no parents. Um, that's no parents. that seems to be right off the bat. Um, uh, <laughs> weird, creepy advisor guy. Um, cool, um, you know, head guard. Anyway, she's down on her luck. She meets this kid, and she like just is like, "Hey, you should do some stuff for me." And they like sneak away and check in on this war meeting that Ganondorf is having and Ganondorf is like, I'm gonna fucking red wedding some stuff pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) 
this version of the film, like of the game, like this film is already just like miles ahead of where the game yeah. was. <laughs> so Link and Zelda are like, let's skateboard out of here. And they just, you know, they zoom out. And um, so Link... Uh, being the good Christian that he is, he goes to church. Gets <laughs> <laughs> caught. I was like, open, I was like, open up the can and, and just be like, I don't remember this part. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> goes goes forward. Link, being the good Christian that he is, gets caught in a time vortex. Yeah, yeah, because he goes to church. And he right. he messes with the sword, and God is like, "Hey, don't!" And <laughs> <laughs> until you're older, we'll fix this. So forward in time, he meets some sages, and the sages are like, "Hey, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need you to to help us out here. Um, Could you help us out? That'd be great." <laughs> Yeah, please. Um, yeah, he has to work on the... Link has to come in and work on the weekend and do a double. Yeah. Because the sage is fucked up. He's not even getting overtime pay. No. It's bullshit. No health yeah. insurance, nothing. No, no, not at all. He, he, They don't even tell him what health insurance is. I haven't invented health insurance yet. Yeah, he has no concept. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he does some odd jobs for them, running some <clears throat> errands, getting some groceries, and picking up some keys. And then eventually, you know, he acquires some boots and a horse, and uh, they go, and they're like, hey, Ganon, you know, can't do that, pal. And they have a badminton contest where <laughs> <laughs> Ganon shoots... You know, balls at him, and Link is like, ha-ta! And, you know, takes them back, and, um, you know... His backhanded volley is just on point. Like, Yeah, yeah. So they, he's, you know, he he beats him, and it, everything goes back. At badminton. Yeah, at badminton, and everything goes back to normal. <laughs> and he's really embarrassed. Which like, is like, it's like in a Pokemon battle where, like, they lose, but, like, he could still just, like, kill him, but he's like, oh, well, I've lost, so, you know, good sport, I'll walk away. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I think the whole kingdom turns against him, honestly, at that point, and they're just oh, like... Because they were so behind him before. Yeah, they were really, they, you know, they wanted a new candidate, they wanted someone who would shake things up, they were done with the yeah. monarchy, and they were like, let's... Try weird guy over here with the cape. He's cool. That's um, the entire game now. We're done. <laughs> Summarized all the game. Honestly, like you nailed it. Yeah, That's that the was like, that was of it. Yeah, I can't. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like long yeah, story short, was... you know, like they got it. They got to play another game of badminton, but it's like it's like a bit different. And then you know, stab in the head, and then everything great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna look up the Wikipedia on it, and I figured. The old memory noggin. That's gonna. No, yeah, like you just have. Oh, you, you don't need, you don't need like, any help. I think that you even included details that the wiki forgot. Yeah. So. <laughs> Honestly, I think so. Just check the latest edits after this episode. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Cannondorf is forever now just known as shamed badminton. Champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just two. There's two credits. There's Ganondorf and shamed badminton Ganondorf. It's kind of like Link and Dark Link. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. Um, 
And so we'll do that and we'll get to that in the cast list, which is, uh, you know, that my, se- my the segue I'm going to choose to use to, to get us to the part where we uh, figure out who will perform the various roles uh, in this film of ours. We've got a uh, an absolutely phenomenal set of extremely memorable characters um, like Bongo Bongo. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I think I, I'm going to look at the group here. Tell me if you guys want to steer in a different direction, but I think we should cover all of the links first in just one big batch because there are so many links. There are slams the roof of the car. So many links in this video game. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, let's start with uh, with young link yink. How does everyone who does who do uh, who do we think would, would make a good yank? Uh, let's start with Kelly. You know, I have um, a, an overarching theme here, but it doesn't start until the until the next link. And so this first link, I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to I'm going to start easy. A fan favorite, maybe Finn Wolfhart from Stranger Things. I think he um, you know, he's a he's a linky little little dude. And um you know, I think he could do it. Juliet, thoughts? Finn Wolfhard. I actually have Finn Wolfhard on my list as well, but not as Link. Um, we'll get to him. But I wanted to go like a different direction. I did also go Stranger Things, though. Okay. Uh, from for my young Link cast casting choice, and I went with Caleb McLaughlin, mm. who plays Lucas mm. in Stranger Things. Okay. Um. Cause like, I I mean I'll be I'll be honest here. I don't know a whole lot of child actors, and uh, we keep having to cast them in these games. Because mm-hmm. I you know video game casts skew young. Um, so I'm going to the the media that I know. Right. And uh, like Finn Wolfhart, I thought about for for Link, and I thought about the whole cast. Mm-hmm. But uh, Caleb McLaughlin is the only one who uh, I looked at and was like, he can do fearless. He can do like courage in the face of adversity, like perfect. And I think that that's what Link has to be. Mm. So it's a bit of a different choice. And it informed, of course, um, my adult Link casting as well. But um yeah, so like we needed someone young who like is convincingly like not afraid of anything, and he was the only one in the cast that I thought could do that. So okay, I think I think what we should do is we should before we like start to debate them, like let's get all of the links in, and then we can maybe figure out our the totality of our of our link theme. Does that sound like a good idea? Sure. Okay, let's go on to adult link then, Juliet. Who's your adult link? Uh, Tyler James Williams. Um, I know him from uh, Dear White People, and he's fantastic. He's in. Uh, he, he doesn't. Yeah, uh, I, I like him a lot. He's he's a he's a good actor. But there's no uh, on, on Walking can, Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, awesome, awesome, Kelly. Okay, so <clears throat> here's my pitch. Fast and the Furious is now over. Okay, right? So, or it's it's rounding over. 
There's and, one more, right? Like, yeah. Uh, who knows? But here's the thing. They want to do a more family-friendly version. The cast is wanting to expand themselves. They don't want to do only hardcore action. So the whole gang so of this. Is, is coming for Link. And so we have old Link. And, and, and here's, the, here's the compromise here. Um, <laughs> old, older Link <laughs> um, could be played by either Vin Diesel, who I think we all agree is an excellent um, <laughs> action star. And <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's versatile, so, <laughs> so he would this. be willing to play all the monsters if <laughs> we are willing to give Scott Eastwood, yes, that's right, Clint Eastwood's son, um, if we're willing to give Scott Eastwood the role of older Link, um, you know, to kind of round out a sort of... Uh, f9 kind of vibe okay that's that's an interesting one when you say vin diesel is all the monsters all i have in my head is like it's just vin diesel like you know like the, like the gag where like the person just puts on my like mustaches and glasses to keep getting like free samples yeah. in the line or whatever right it's just like that it's like vin diesel with like shitty monster costumes but like always very apparently vin diesel in a costume mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that's that's interesting we have we have our our two links, right? And then we you know we 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 discuss this uh, in advance. We, we think like Dark Link is just going to be Adult Link, but you know, right with with makeup. I, I I that's not how I wanted to do it. Did you have okay? So do you have a proposal for Dark Link then? A separate one? Yeah. Let's go. Let's hear it. Uh, I think that in my version with Caleb McLaughlin and Tyler James Williams as as young Lincoln and adult Link, respectively, uh, Dark Link has to take a different direction. And I think that that direction is Andrew Garfield. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. But like super goth. That totally makes I was sense. wondering if he was going to show up in this one. He seems very, very fit for Anne role. Though, like, you could put him in the chic suit, in my opinion, and kill it. Wasted, wasted opportunity there because I will get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Don't don't get ahead of us. Listen, I'm not on the panel. I just get to say things. I, I also have a bad link. Um, a dark. Okay. Link. Yeah. Who's um, your darkest link? My my darkest link is Timothy Elephant because he was in a Die Hard movie, and I think that that makes him you know fast and furious material i think that they would be like he's ready he's he's been in something akin to our franchise i think that he could come in okay so we have our three links are you casting this entire film based on fast and the furious i mean it's very fast and the furious inspired and and yeah these people need work so you know they're gonna cast their friends and (laughs) their friends are 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 great performers so you know it gets to work out that way (laughs) imagine okay here's the thing here's the thing imagine you've grown up with the fast and the furious movies and you want to take your kids to a movie with Vin Diesel, but they're Fast and the Furious. You know, you can't take them to the Fast and the Furious movies. So Vin Diesel <laughs> is doing you a favor by giving you 
Hey. Or the parent is just like, he's got like a Vin Diesel <laughs> shrine and he's like really, really into it. It's just like, I can't wait till I can pass down the treasure of Vin Diesel to my child. Yeah. And then it's like, and he's like, oh, when, when they're, when they're, when they're older, when they're older. And yeah, then they see the film. It's <gasps> Vin for the children. Exactly. It's an, that's an interesting prospect. Um, yeah, he's, I, yeah, he knows that like, he needs to make a, a, an, a movie for a younger audience and Nintendo's the next thing. And he's like, I've worked with Marvel, so. Yeah, I mean, but he already was Groot, like. That's how he's, so he, like, you know. Maybe, I mean, like, that could, be, that could, like, easily segue into casting him for the Great Deku Tree. He's like, I've <laughs> 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 I mean, like, uh, considering that Link is a silent protagonist, right? Like, that's kind of perfect, right? He yeah, just stands exactly. There. Oh, but I Link, remember, is Scott Eastwood, not... Nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Do you want to settle on Scott Eastwood there and say Vin Diesel goes elsewhere? No, I don't. Oh. No, no. Scott no, Eastwood, no, thank you for compromising. That's... <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not my choice. Oh, this is... Okay, I'm asking Kelly which one because we gotta we gotta pick one here. What what are you putting up against Tyler James Williams? Um, I, I mean honestly, Scott Eastwood, I guess. Uh, Vin okay. Diesel is willing to step into the into the shoes of all monsters and put his Marvel weight behind that. He's he's been Groot, and that's what he keeps yeah. saying at every meeting. Okay, okay. <laughs> so like. Goma, Bongo Bongo, all of them just oh, say, yeah. I am Groot. Well, or I, I am Bongo Bongo. Yeah, exactly. It's like Pokemon, but it's like... It's kind of like, think of a of a Mike Myers movie where it's a, a rehashing of his greatest hits. And this is this is Vin Diesel kind of doing his version. It's it's uh, I am Groot. It's I am Bago Bago. It's you know. Right. <laughs> but he's stepping stepping out, going branching out, diversifying, exactly. expanding yeah, his. Not uh, one you can get like a good franchise callback too when you do Breath of the Wild, and he can be Hetsu, you know, mm-hmm. and do yeah. the little dance. Yeah, hey! yeah he Hetsu, comes back. Yeah. He keeps yeah. coming back. Oh, as Hetsu, all sorry, monsters. I keep doing that where I flip the the T and the S. Um, okay, so let's let's hear out, you know, make make your cases for Tyler James Williams, Juliet. I think, well, I, th- I think that the, the casting is dependent on both roles, right? Okay. And um, for one, Tyler James Williams is, is um, he's incredibly versatile. He's really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he deserves a more like action oriented role. I think um he has the ability to do like subtlety and severity and he's also uh quite a bit younger and uh, adult link is really only supposed to be like 1820 I can't remember exactly it's a, it's a pretty like short time skip overall uh seven years difference yeah so, so and the the seven year difference is uh kind of crucial to the whole narrative and I imagine we wouldn't want to change that too much sure so I'd, um <clears throat> And so, yeah, I, I think with uh, Caleb McLaughlin and Tyler James Williams, like I think that they both mm-hmm. um, really like capture that role. Right. And, and like just uh, picturing, especially like picturing that scene um, where 
Link is outside Hyrule Castle. It's night and it's raining and um, he's facing off against Ganondorf and he's just like looking up and Ganondorf's there and he's got that like the the horse that looks like he's just like a demon mm-hmm. and he's just standing there and he's like he, he has the chance to run away but instead he draws his sword and like ugh yeah that moment and then like I think that they would complement each other very well and it would be I think it'd be really cool yeah, and, we, and we absolutely do have to keep them together because that would be like indefensible to go from like Finn Wolfhard into Tyler James Williams right um so yeah <laughs> so Kelly make your your final case for the combo of Finn Wolfhard and Scott Eastwood here um <clears throat> you know what I think I I I would venture to say that that we could lose Finn Wolfhart and Scott Eastwood. Um, I think like the producer aspect of me is saying we have people from F9 on, on, on the, on the payroll, but uh, ready, ready in the wings here. So um, if we don't go, tons of great roles to put them in, you know, here here we go. Like Diesel's still there for all monsters. (laughs) We could come, we could come back to that. And I'm just going to say that uh, several of these um, cast choices are going to be somewhat F9 inspired. So um, <laughs> I'm going to be moving forward here with Juliet's choices. Because um, we Excellent. can, you know, Scott Eastwood, he's got plenty of work. We've all seen all of his work. We can name one movie probably that he's been in <laughs> that we've all... <laughs> Yeah, we've all seen and enjoyed and loved and <laughs> um you know finn he's going places too um so yeah, yeah i i seed my choices okay oh okay cool so we have we have that settled now for dark link we have timothy oliphant versus andrew garfield uh kelly do you want to start by defending timothy oliphant here uh, well, you know, he was crucial because he had um, some diehard flair in there. Um, so, you know, if you wanted to replace him with, you know, um, someone else uh, of respectable esteem uh, as an Andrew Garfield, be my be my guest. I would, you know. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I'm not for... Uh, I don't have a strong opinion on on Andrew Garfield. I mostly think that it's funny mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with him as as Darkling, but I really hate Timothy Oliphant. So I would go with Andrew uh, Garfield personally uh, because yeah? okay. because I, I I think he could do it. I think uh, I think I believe. I think he Garfield. could. I think he could. Yeah, for sure. I think he's capable. Yeah. Okay. So we have Andrew Andrew Garfield as the dark incarnation okay. of of Tyler James Williams playing our adult Link with Caleb McLaughlin playing young Link, mm-hmm. which brings us now to uh, our our phenomenal princess. Uh, and again, I believe we should do this, uh, you know, as a set. We have a young and, a, and an and an old here. In this grouping, uh, it's we're safe to assume that uh, Sheik and Zelda will be played. An adult Zelda will be played by the same actor, right? Spoilers. I already warned everyone about the spoilers. Okay. Yeah. No, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So. So let's start with young Zelda, Juliet. Okay. Cool. Can I give, since we're doing these as yeah, give, give a combination, can I just do both of them? For sure. Okay. Um, 
so Young Zelda again dipped in the Stranger Things well, and they did uh, Sadie Sink, and she plays uh, Max in oh, Stranger Things. Okay, and. I think I think that she's really good. She could play that like very like animated over the top kind of like younger character. Mm-hmm. Then uh, for adult Zelda slash Sheik, and I am going to be honest, I based this casting choice a lot on Sheik and someone who could be you know do both those roles. Sure, yeah, con- convincingly and cap- capably. Yeah, you have to cast Batman, okay. not not Bruce Wayne. You know, right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and so I went with, uh, Sophia Lillis and she, uh, she was Beverly in the new it, like the young Mm, Beverly. Okay. okay. She, I mean, for one, she's, she's gorgeous. She's, uh, she's talented and, but she also, she, she has a, a more androgynous look. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of things that you see her in, she's like got shorter hair and all this sort of stuff. And so I think, you know, she she could very convincingly, I think, play chic, especially like garbed up. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. And she has a, like this big severity. And then um, you put her in a, a wig and a dress. And of course, she's going to look like Princess Zelda. I think it's be perfect. OK. OK, cool. Kelly, who are your Zeldas? Okay, so again, I mean, remember what where we're going with this. So, if you remember Isabella Merced, she was um, one of the leads in the last Transformers movies. Um, she, uh, you know, has worked with a Bay, so I think that that like gets you ready for a kind of Fast and Furious sort of, you know, um, kind of nature. And that goes into older Zelda slash Sheik, uh, played by Michelle Rodriguez, um, who would be stepping into the role and she'd be like, yeah, it's me. And then, um, yeah. And she's been in some action films and stuff, so she could she could handle it. She was Dora. She was Dora in the live action Dora. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just kind of like a like somebody who's, you know, got that tough tough girl nature and then especially her as chic i think she could be badass yeah mm-hmm. these are both interesting so juliet talk about talk about your two choices and and, and how do you feel like you know do you want to defend those do you want to concede how do you feel i w- i would rather uh i think i kind of made my my defense of the characters already. I would love to hear uh, what Kelly has to say about these choices. Uh, they were in Fast and Furious and a Transformers movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Um, I feel like when you, like, go around the table at, at like, these, these, these meetings that happen at Hollywood where they're mm-hmm. talking about their kind of, like, big idea pitches and any actors uh-huh. they really want to gun for in the thing... Yeah. You know, there's there's the director who's got some sort of vision for the thing. There's the writer who's certainly got something in his mind. And then there's just, like, Kelly, who works for the studio and, like, only sees dollar signs. It's just like, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just throws a random name on the board or something. It's just, like, some big oh, person. Oh, no, we've got like, a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Michelle Rodriguez, definitely a bigger, uh, bigger name than uh, Sophia Lillis. Uh, than Sophia Lillis. 
like for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think that that Sophia Lillis is maybe slightly more capable, especially in the chic role. Um, but I really like Michelle Rodriguez as a choice, and I think like as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that would be cool. Like right? it would just be. Mm-hmm. And we could skew it to be a little more action heavy where we can have some like chic link, like combo fighting scenes. And I think that uh, Michelle could fucking rock that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially like with Tyler. Whereas James I don't Williams, think that right? Sophia like, Lillis you know. necessarily could. Like, I don't think she has any like combat training. So, yeah, and I think Michelle Rodriguez has been in several action films. As, oh, yeah. yeah. She knows what she's yeah. doing. Yeah, and so Seriously. and so that binds us to Isabel and Merced for for Young Zelda then. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah I I, I kind of like Michelle Rodriguez way too much for that for that choice. That that is that does sound like a lot of fun. Like that would be like a really really cool like yeah um very like memorable Zelda I think. Uh huh. Um, I I have a request for the next one that we go to. Of course. Okay. Uh, uh, Navi. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this little thing that that totes around and says very, very few things. I well, I, I guess do. I guess of course, like dialogue boxes, like which would be turned into dial into like actual voice to dialogue in this case. So she says yeah. she says a bit more. Yeah, let's let's talk about Navi. Mm-hmm. Who are we thinking? Uh, uh, Juliet, so, go first. Uh, obviously, Navi is a fairy. Um, and the fairy companion to Link and uh, his guide in a lot of ways. Um, I think I think that um, there are two characteristics to Navi in the game, and uh, which leads to two directions that we can take the character. Mm-hmm. And it would be difficult to do both. You kind of have to do both one way or the other, but you have to lean more towards one than the other. And one uh, direction is super annoying... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I think other is what direction. people associate with the character right. from like a yeah. memory right. perspective uh, and the other direction is helpful mm-hmm. um, so uh, I think that those are the two things that in, like, inform this choice and before I give mine I want to know uh, which direction Kelly went and I went first for for Zelda so. okay that's true that's fair so yeah okay okay um, you know uh, I think we've all heard and the McConaissance, right? When Matthew McConaughey like came back and like had several movies that he was <laughs> really big in. So after our last movie, there was a person that was in it that was cast. And I think that based on their last role, they're gonna come back in a big way. And that's Gilbert Gottfried is <laughs> not me. <laughs> and he's gonna have the guy freedom, you know, um, of coming like, back. Because like, I, I see it too. Because like you know, when I think of like Gilbert Gottfried in animation, I go straight to Iago, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. the annoying yapper that's just like right there for you. Hey, you that? <laughs> so I think the answer to your question, Juliet, is she went for the annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not. I mean, I, he's going to play it with nuance. He's going to play it with, like, you know. He's, <laughs> that's he's, that's what Gilbert Godfrey is known yeah. for. Don't go to the Deku tree, then everything's going to die. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know, big shoes to fill, <laughs> Juliet. So, I, w- I mean, take your time. <laughs> you want to you wanna reconsider who you've already chosen. I went the other direction. Sense, you okay, know. let's hear the... I, yeah, w- let's hear I went helpful. Yeah. I went helpful. Okay. Uh, with mine. I picked uh, Darcy Carden. Um, she, okay. she's, she's, she's an amazing actor, very versatile. Um, but she mo- more recently popped in my mind. She played Janet in the good place. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what uh, I would know her from. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. I think that's what a lot of people would know her from these days. She's a more modern upright citizens brigade. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's hilarious. She's really good. And she'd bring a lot of like character per like personality pizzazz to to the role and also like i it would be it would be you know a janet but in little animated fairy form (laughs) right yeah how i saw her being but i i think that you know be a really good uh spot for her in that sure okay so given that uh kelly um do you still want to stick with with Gilbert Gottfried here? I mean, I'm I'm pretty. He was in the Final Fantasy movie. Uh, you know I the one. He, <laughs> you know he did pretty well. I think. Um, <laughs> we also it, get to make up how the movie went. <laughs> yeah, it won several Oscars. Obviously, yeah, just all of them. Honestly, yeah. we swept. <laughs> yeah, some that it didn't. It shouldn't have qualified for. Like documentary. Yeah. Best anime, and, yeah. <laughs> Best documentary? I don't know how we won that one, but... No, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you feel pretty strongly about that one. Yeah, he's writing high right now. How do you feel? Are you you putting the hard stake in Darcy Carden? I mean, I think that that she's the better choice, but that's not the fight. That's not the fight that I'm going to have. Okay. I, I think that there, I think that there is a legitimate case to be made for for Gilbert Gottfried, and I think that Navi being especially annoying is is a powerful statement for the film. So while I don't agree with the casting choice, I'm going to pick my battles here. So I I, I would lead to what, wherever Avery kind of lands on this, you know. See, I, I, okay, I think... as as the as the designated tiebreaker. My 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 want actually just really thinks about having to sit through a ninety plus minute film with this. Oh, this shitter, is gonna be two hours easy. Like yeah, like floating around, and I do not want to listen to Gilbert Gottfried uh, yak on and explain how like reticles you go and like how the sword works and like how to play an ocarina and like just useless menuing information. For like two straight hours, I like my brain would explode. I, I do, I do personally want to give the vote to Darcy Carden, but like my, give a nod God. to to the quality of the nomination. He has such a melodic voice, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> which mel- which melodies in particular do you think do you think resem- are, are most Godfreyish? Sublime, the most, you know, <laughs> exactly. This is how he was that. I, I can't do it because only he can do his own beautiful serenading voice. But, you know, we'll lose him to, you know, the Metroid movie. He'll be the AI, I'm sure. You know, I'm. I'm <laughs> he's being optioned all over the place. Mother brain is this way. <laughs> I'm giving this to Darcy Carter. You are way too good at that. 
you know, sometimes. Um, I, I think I think what I like what I would love to give the fans is like a, a, a Blu-ray bonus feature, you know, where we replace the entire vo- like like the butt like the like the butthole cut of cats. Mm-hmm. We have the Gilbert Gottfried cut <laughs> yeah. of the film. Yeah, but that's I, like that's for that's you know. It's it's kind of like we, we did that for gonna, the fans. There's going to be articles that will come out where he almost got the role, and then there's going to be like people who will want him to redub the movie, and it's going to be really controversial. But right. he'll he'll do it one it's day. And, and and honestly, this works out better for us because like there like no no press is bad press. People will come back and watch that film to be like, wow, that's right, that film was so good. Uh, and this is what we could have had. This is what yeah. we could have had. So yeah. I think I think I think this is this is the best decision. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no downside. Yeah, no, there's yeah, no downsides no, at no, all. Yeah, um, we've we've talked about all of the heroes, and I think I want to get a couple of villains in, and then we can fill in some of the blanks. I think first off, we should definitely talk about the the one and only Ganondorf. The uh, um, oh God, how am I blanking on that? What the uh, What's the species that he is in this one? The Prince of the Gerudo? He's the Gerudo, yes. He's a Gerudo mm-hmm. in this game. Yeah. Um, which is one of those things they reference in, in Breath of the Wild that tells you a bit about the timeline placement where one of them says, you know, I, I even heard that, you know, uh, Calamity Ganon used to be a, a Gerudo in a past life, and that's this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who are we thinking for Ganon? Juliet, now okay. you can do this one. <laughs> so... I reached really hard for for this role and like it's an iconic role and you need someone who is larger than life for Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Someone who will absolutely steal the scene for every single scene that they're in. Mm-hmm. Somebody who uh, is just captivating and... Uh, uh, someone who can just like strike fear and also maybe like is this like you can kind of understand why he is like a leader of men or women in this case and um, is uh, in these like powerful positions mm-hmm. and so with that with all of that being said, with this going going in, there was really only one person that I could think of that could possibly fill that role. And that man was Kanye West. <laughs> I'm like so mad at how perfect that is. I'm like seriously mad. <laughs> I, I I'm, see I'm like it. seriously mad. I'm I very upset it. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, please, please inspire me harder. So you know, these people need work, and they they want to have kid friends. <laughs> <laughs> they want to have kid friendly franchises to come home to. They want their kids to be able to see them. <laughs> it's something that they've that they you know can sit down with, and and you know who hasn't been listed yet, but uh, the one and only um, Jason Statham. You know. Jason <laughs> <laughs> Now I thought you were going but I'm going to do a bunch of gigs. Oh no, karate, I'm Jason Statham. I've transported <laughs> things before. I could transport a prison sets. 
I was but once like, a transporter. Like, get, like I gotta get like one of them to give me like their best Noria or, or something like the grunts that that he's associated with. Because also, also not a, a character of many words. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah. So it, I'm it's, British. Yeah. That's all you would do, and you'd be great at it. <laughs> these are these are both really really exceptional, and I'm gonna need like a bit a bit more. Um, Juliet, give me like give me like the best like reason that Kanye West is better than Jason Statham. Like, give me a, a real one to one here. Okay, I mean, so we've got to talk about the economy of scenes and how we go through. Like, Jason Statham's not a bad choice, but he's a he's a slow burn, and he's not. Um, uh, I don't think like as as uh, as powerful as he is as a as a as a character i don't think that he carries the same amount of presence necessary to um leave that such a necessary lasting impression to be as iconic in this role that you would need for ganondorf because um you know we only see we only see him a few times we need we need so much to be said in just a glance we need so much to be said in uh, just him showing up on horseback. And I don't think, like, Kanye West, as, as he enters a room, expects everyone to look at him. Jason Statham is, uh, in a lot of ways, like, you, like, the camera follows him, but it's not, it's not that it's compelled to. Kanye West, like, you can't look away. That's, that's, what we need like okay kelly how do you like what's what's the give jason statham his last legs here okay here we go not only has jason statham been in a fast and furious movie which already (laughs) qualified him for this but they he was so good in that that they gave him another fast and furious movie about him and dwayne the rock johnson as top billing. So I'm glad that we all agree that this is a tough choice because Jason Statham's acting is clearly huge. It's on par. You know, he's been in um, those like gangster British movies with Guy Ritchie. Uh, Like he's, you know, he's been the bad guy before and he knows karate. He's not going to be a pill on set. He's like, yeah, I'm Jason Statham on the I know who I am. I'm, I, I don't think I'm some kind of genius. I'm Jason Statham. I could do kicks. You know, I've transported people. I, you know, I'm going to show. Them <laughs> the get transporters are the only um, other movie that you know with Jason Statham. <laughs> I was once when in. When was Jason Statham I was once in a villain? soccer version of that one prison football movie. You know, and I played the goalie, and I was with Finney Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Just this whole time in the film is just like him doing a Troy McClure of himself. <laughs> I'm just the same. I was I was in a movie with Jet Li where I, where I was... You may remember me. <laughs> I'm just the same. I was in the Expendables movies. You know, I'll do anything. Okay. You're welcome. Having, having heard the arguments and being the the uh, the the bearer of of the decision here, um, 
as much as it absolutely kills me because I despise the man. But I do agree that uh, Kanye West Jason would make such like... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such a bombastic and like... Uh, as Julian said, just like enormous presence that that occupies everything and making him into an intimidating and uh, ominous, unbeatable force, I think, is an easier task than it is to convert Jason Statham into anything remotely threatening to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, he can do kicks, so I... (laughs) You're lost. He can do kicks. (laughs) You're lost. And in relation to um, to Ganondorf, we must talk about his his so-called surrogate mothers, the two sisters, Kotake and Kome, um, who I believe we should again cast in a set. Does everyone feel about that one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kelly, uh, let's start with you then here. Okay. Um, so, again... We're talking about a theme here. And um, there are people who come to mind, I think. And let's let's remind ourselves where, you know, people want hot. They want sexy. You know, they they don't want they don't want old. They want new. Um, But they also know that they know somebody who potentially has mystical powers when they see one. So, uh, Lindsay Lohan for both. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Juliet, show me what you got. Okay. So, um, I did go for more traditional casting for these characters. Okay. Um, I want to I want to start that out, but I wanted uh, some actors with pedigree who are maybe looking for uh, roles that are maybe less demanding because I think that uh, uh, Kotake and Kume are going to be largely uh, CG animated. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, um, like the actor's uh, appearance will still be the the characters themselves, but yeah. not uh, not. They're obviously not going to be flying around on broomsticks themselves mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, with that in mind, I started thinking about contemporary works that sort of already fit this theme. And uh, uh, I, of course, uh, I thought of cats, you know, and uh, that made me think uh, uh, Dame Judy Dench, of course. And... Uh, uh, playing opposite her, you know, we need someone who is a big personality, who can keep up, and, and really like chew scenery. And so I went with Betty White. Uh, is is, is Betty there? White. Do you have a particular assignment for either of them? Uh, Kotake would be Dame Judy Dench okay. because she's the one that says everything first, right? And then Kume would be uh, Betty White, who repeats it and then incorrectly sometimes. Um, so okay. Those are those are both both excellent sets. Um, Kelly, talk about talk about the Lindsay Lohan like split here. Tell me more about how how you're going, how you imagine that that, that she's directed to to really take on two roles at once, well, which I know is something that she that she has you know history doing. But yeah, yeah. here's the thing: Actually. 
Lindsay is no stranger to playing the same role twice. And you may remember her from her critically acclaimed parent trap where she got critically claimed for being in Parent Trap. And I think that... <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, you know, she has uh, run semi-successful businesses and lives in countries and also... <laughs> She has, like, a pulse and eats, like, food, probably. And she is, you know, she was, like, in Mean Girls and other movies that we all know her from that we can name and list. But, like, (laughs) and I think the thing is she she wouldn't even need makeup. She would just show up and be like, hiya, I'm, I'm Katake. And the other person would be like, I'm Lindsay Lohan. And... I think that that's <laughs> I think that what you get is like really great performances personally. You know, uh, to her credit, I think that she has really good chemistry with herself. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And that's a known quantity. <laughs> Thank you for seeing this vision and how easy of a fit this is. Do you have do you have a defense for for Judy Dench and Betty White, Julia? I concede my point. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is the inspired choice here. Okay, I think those are are probably the including Dark Link here the the villains that I, I really want to make sure we get to here. Um, yeah, we have some very very uh, you know memorable and um, and like, potent side characters here that I really want to try and get to. Um, We've already sort of alluded to this. Uh, let's, you know, the, the, the great Deku tree has has some speaking at the beginning, and we do need someone mm-hmm. who's good at being a tree. Uh, Juliet, uh, who would be your top tree? So uh, when I was thinking of of uh, the Deku tree, I was thinking of you know a, uh, a kind of narrator role mm-hmm. and a uh, probably like a more fatherly figure. Um, and so uh, the person that I thought might uh, bring kind of like the warmth that I'd like to see in that role, even just from like speaking, uh, was uh, was Ted Danson. Uh, I think he's I think he's grown a lot. And uh, I think uh, and again, in the good place where we most recently saw him, he he tried playing the, you know, like the 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 becker was like not super great um and i don't think that he thrived there in because he was trying to have too much of an edge um but i i think that his his softer like more mentorly uh playing michael was uh was something that i could i could see him doing well here and uh, i think that he has the capability to do um you know evocative empathetic and i'll also um uh me uh like stately i guess which i think all of those are a bit necessary so that's yeah ted danson ted danson good call okay kelly um i i think peter cullen Uh, because I want him to do his Optimus Prime voice, and I just want him (laughs) to be Optimus Prime. 
that's that's it i wanted i he'll go into the phone he'll go into the sound booth and he'll be like okay i've had some ideas and i'll be like that's great do optimus prime do optimus and, prime um and he'll be like isn't that copyright infringement and we'll be like we'll figure it out or <laughs> we'll figure it out okay peter cullen um so i think we'll be fine all right <laughs> do optimus prime do optimus prime that's the great deku tree okay um Julia, Ted Danson versus Optimus Prime now. How, how are you feeling? Has he done it, like, not Optimus Prime? Like, I can't think of it. Like, what else does he do? I mean, here's the thing. He has been in such things as Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the voice of Counselor. I think we all remember that role. And, um, uh... <laughs> Wow. You know, it's really sad when you go to somebody's IMDb page to try and find something other than Optimus Prime, and it's only Well, I mean, Optimus like, Prime. what I'm noticing is actually that he has a lot of credits for playing Eeyore in yeah, various, um, in various okay. uh, Winnie also the Pooh Eeyore. films. Also Eeyore. He does. Okay, so we are, like, Optimus Prime slash Eeyore. I almost I, want him to find the midpoint between Optimus Prime and Eeyore yeah, and make yeah. that the Deku tree. Yeah, if he pitched that, if he was like, what about a midway between Eeyore? And I'd be like, ah, okay, all right. That's, you got me. You got me, Peter. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have the same uh, nostalgia or... Um, uh, attachment to Optimus Prime that I think a lot of uh, people of my generation often do. Uh, and so I, I don't have a, a strong connection. I, I, it's like every time I've, I've watched Transformers, like the Optimus Prime has always sounded, uh, I don't know, kind of stilted and um, uh, I don't know, like distant. But I guess that could also work for the Deku Tree. I could see how the pairing of Navi with Ted Danson would be a good kind of like initial sort of like um, uh, kind of icebreaker with the audience. They would have some chemistry. Obviously, they could talk back forth uh, with each other. And, uh, you know, it's. It's funny. I didn't even uh, make that connection when I was uh, doing these, uh, doing these casting choices. But that is a really good. Point. I, I would like, see with it, it would Ted be Michael Danson. and Janet. Yeah, I, I would okay. see to Ted Danson just because I think that their relationship would be so good. Okay. My okay. my main thoughts there. I I would have picked Ted Danson overall. Uh, I really like the idea of Peter Cullen because I I, I think he has that very um like assertive leaderish, but like also like fatherly um like warm voice that I think would serve very well, like serves very well as a narrator's voice. Like Optimus Prime is the narrator of the show. His And like his delivery there is obviously distinctly robotic because he's playing the role of a robot. So I imagine like it would smooth out here. But what I, what I, what actually sold me here is talking about Ted Danson having like actual back and forth dialogue. Like I think once, once he gets to talking, I want to hear Ted Danson more than Peter Cullen. I don't know if Peter Cullen's going to deliver the actual like dialogue with the same gravity and um and and like success that Ted Danson would. So I'm glad we landed on on Ted. I yeah I actually um I wasn't prepared to fight this one too much. I think that Peter 
uh, Colin could actually do pretty well. So, like, I, I could I could see that working. So I, I almost like if we wanted a narrator role for it, that we assume that like did that. I almost would think he would be a very good choice for that. But at the same yeah. time, it almost feels right to make the Deku tree the narrator. Yeah. But you know that's a good one. But I you know yeah. I, I think we I think you know a compelling argument for Ted Danson was made and and Kelly seated anyway. So okay. Um. Moving on to more of uh, some of the uh, the Kakariko that we do meet early on, we have a couple very important ones. Uh, the first one I want to get to is Soraya, um, who's, you know, my favorite character in the game. Um, Kelly. That is not how I a- emphasize the, the name. How do you say it? Saria? I have never heard that, but I can totally see, like, Saria. I just, everyone has always said Soraya. When I okay. like when I hear like speedrunners talk about it and such like that, but you know, like yeah. we don't, it, it's not spoken. It is the that would be the uh, Japanese pronunciation if we we're doing the yeah. So yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. She's coming back. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is that is a good choice. Um, I I tried not to. Uh, dip into too many of the previous actors that we had used. Um, and otherwise, I think that I also would have chosen Millie Bobby Brown in this this role. Um, instead, I went um, I went with uh, Bridget Lindy Payne. Um, she was in The Glass Castle um, and really good in that. Um, but I recently saw her in Atypical. It's a show. Um, and I think that was what, uh, sold me on her is just this, uh, I think she's a little, she's supposed to be somewhat, uh, contemporary. Like she's definitely older. So I Quick, quick thing I do want to say, Bridget Lindy Payne's pronouns are they, them. They, them. Oh, thank you. Um, they are, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're really good in, and, uh, playing this very, like, a kind of, like, older sister tomboyish kind of character, which I, uh, I saw for the, the character quite a bit more, but um, I think Millie Bobby Brown is like the better like age choice. I, so um, <clears throat> I do have maybe another uh, um, uh, person to bring up, and that would be Christian Shaw. Just like May, like getting like Mabel or, or Louise in there, like yeah. <laughs> I imagine more on the Mabel side because I don't think yeah. Sarai is a sociopath, but yeah, <laughs> um, that's an interesting one. How how do yeah. you feel about how do we? Okay, like where where are we on that? So like Julia, you seem to be leaning towards Millie Bobby Brown. How do you stack that towards Christian Shaw then? Uh, I think uh, Christian Shaw is a little. It would be a weird choice. It would be mm. 
You're saying you're saying good in a weird way. That's. <laughs> uh, I think I think that if it were uh, an animated role, that Kirsten Shaw would be probably perfect. Okay. That that is but, that is my thought. I think the voice works, but like this this is a role that would have to be played by a by a person. Yeah. Then I would. And then so, I go back to Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. We fill in Millie Bobby. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, and then I also want to get in uh, my least favorite character. Um, I, we want to get in uh, Mito, mm-hmm. um, who is sort of, uh, you know, uh, he's not, he's not, it's not Soraya's older brother, just sort of the, sort of like the boss around here. Like everyone's like, he's, he's in charge of a bunch he's of He's certainly bossy. Yeah. He guard he guards the exit. You're not allowed to leave until like the Deku tree, like gives you, gives you the, you know, the AOK. And he's like, what? How come the Deku tree didn't pick me? I'm so radical. Yeah. And then he smashes the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how I remember it. <laughs> Uh, who is your Mito, Kelly? Okay, so I admittedly did not plan for this, but I immediately had somebody in mind, and it's Rupert uh-huh. Grimm. <laughs> My previous uh, uh, casting choice. And that I think Rupert Grimm is just, he's too old now. I think that that would be the great choice about it is that he, okay. he would just <laughs> seem like, like an still angry, pathetically <laughs> stuck here doing this. Yeah, older <laughs> looking elf that it's just he he already seems unseemly and people are okay. Yeah. So, um, my my choice here, uh, someone that we're familiar with already is uh, Finn Wolfhard. Okay, so we're we're giving him two options in this one. Okay. Well, no, this is his uh, consolation prize for not getting the previous role. Okay, okay, yeah. So we, we, we like we we got you, you failed the audition so, there, but we think you would make a strong candidate for most punchable face <laughs> in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. See, I I I would like to insert uh, my own my own suggestion here. Um, okay. Frankie Muniz. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's like forty. I'm, I'm back. I'm back to the point with Kelly so here. Where, oh god, I think <laughs> I rescind my option and go with Avery's option of Frankie Muniz. Here, here, perfect option. Perfect. It's like he I walked think, in. I think. I think you could like dress him down to make him look just believably young enough in the way that they're always like able to get Michael Sarah to look like a 15 year old. Like uh-huh. I think it's possible. And I think it would just like give you that essence of Mito just being like the shittiest shitter that ever shit a shit. Mm-hmm. Like Juliet. You, you, yeah. You, I'm, I am not, I, I'm already outvoted and like, it is like, I can kind of see it and he's short. He could. Yeah. I think he can blend. <laughs> okay. I have one more, but I don't think that the actor—I don't think that the actor would like it. I think that he would—I think he would hate it because he's already looking to try and like, uh, you know, um, and, and it's the character who played Joffrey, 
And I think that oh. he would probably just be like, no, I don't want to do it. Well, I, I don't I I don't think that he's acting anymore. And no, like he, he just is. started acting again. Did he really? Yeah, oh my god. He's, he's gonna be in like some uh something pretty soon. Oh, poor guy. Um so we're we're nearing the end. We have a lot of characters that we, we, we didn't do. get to. Um yeah. so Frankie. I know the ones that I, I know I, I would there's there's two more that I would personally like to get in here. Does anyone off the top of their head have one that they like really, really feel strongly about that they wanted to get off their chest? I I oh, think um, I have you know, I have like three at least that I really want to get to. I, I don't mind running through mine because it's it's a theme. I think okay. we can imagine where I'm going with this. Okay. <laughs> I, would like, I would like we can we can do our wrap up with our sort of final choices where we don't decide and we just get everyone's choices down. But I would really love to know who is playing Kipora Gabora, which is the owl who directs you around here. Another very yeah. formal character, another narrator style role who leads Link around. Uh, pretty important voice role, since uh, I don't think we're going to put someone in an owl suit for this one. Um, that's like when we get to breath and we have the, the Rito. And, um, but who, uh, uh, Juliet, who do you have for Kapoor Gabor? Uh I'm actually really proud of this choice. And uh, I think that he would be amazing. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. Uh, uh Famously, Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Right. But, uh, I mean, also just in so many things. Um, like, he's he's incredibly versatile. He's got a great voice. Mm -hmm. And he's incredibly captivating. And um, he's, um, he's done voice acting work. He was in uh, the, the Jungle Book live action one. Oh, that, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and like he's he does everything, and he's he is really really talented. And he can go for, his range is is you know everything from very uh, severe and and uh, commanding to uh, warm, affectionate, even playful. And he does he can switch from in just like. It, even just like with a slight inflection uh -huh. and so yeah I think it, without a doubt Giancarlo Esposito okay excellent um Kelly what do you have okay um so uh I was thinking again I mean there's a theme here uh and it was Lawrence Fishbourne um okay. he got into this because he was in a John Wick movie and so that gave him immediate entry into the Fast and Furious. He's okay, um, probably. <laughs> also Matrix, um, also uh, Ant-Man movie. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a cool guy. He's, he's a nice guy. I, I Every time I think of him, I just think of, I think of Hannibal. He is, is exceptional in that show. Yeah, so uh, I, I do agree with Juliet's casting, though. I, I, okay. So I, I would I like to, to I, I, Avery. Okay, I would like to put in one here that I thought was interesting. Uh, are you are either of you familiar with Lance Reddick? Like uh, mm -hmm. considering we've mentioned John Wick here, uh, he's in John Wick. Uh, he's definitely much more known in video games. He's the voice of Zavala uh, mm -hmm. in Destiny. Uh, he is the voice of 
I totally forget the character's name, but the um, there's a character in Horizon Zero Dawn that he plays. Um, uh, he's in The Wire. He's in um, he's he's been in like a bunch of oh, these sort of action things. I know, very, like assertive. He's he's got quite the voice. Yeah. yeah, that's some inspired choice, Avery. I I would agree with that casting. That's interesting. Um, much gruffer sounding than I would have uh, expected for uh, Kei Porgabora. Well, so the reason I go for it, especially because like when I when I think of like how Zavala always delivers things, it, it comes from like this place of like wisdom and and patience and um, understanding, like it, that like you know the person that they're talking to is always like growing and the and the role that he plays in Horizon sort of has that but with a bit more of like a darker seedier um ulterior motives kind of tinge to everything but i i, I always felt like his delivery like makes him very kind of like you know he he would make a good owl that's leading link around because it's, his voice is very like nurturing and and wise okay so you know that that's my thing, but I, you know that that's my my toss in in there. Okay. So what do you what are you thinking? Um, I I have a hard time um here like I I do know that like he's very uh, talented in voice and all that uh, voice actor and everything. I just um I'm still I still have uh, Giancarlo Esposito and I I don't I think that um with especially this like the the mentorly uh figure especially as like when young link is kind of like stepping out of the forest for the first time Mm -hmm. and this is the first person the i think that that voice like it needs to be it needs to be soothing it needs to call out it needs to be friendly also i can't uh imagine lance reddick uh hooting like I can't, I can't hear him tooting. <laughs> yeah, hoot, hoot. Uh, I can't even, I can't even get that like register. Yeah, it's it's but, waiting. Like, it's I, down there. So yeah, I, I, I concede on that. Like I, you know, this was it was more just like a you know like a prod. Like how do, how do we feel about that? But um, I like young Carlo Esposito. Kelly, I how agree. are you feeling? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's in there. Um, the last one that I would love to get in for is Dompe. The gravekeeper. What about? Can we do Impa first? We can actually do. Yeah, we can absolutely to- totally do Impa and then Dompe and then we'll we'll do the marathon. My Impa was connected to Michelle Rodriguez, and okay. it was Salma I'm Hayek. Excited. Ooh, yeah. Um, I Salma Hayek would be would would be great. She even I looks went, a little like uh, Impa. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I went. Uh, I wanted someone who can uh, convincingly play like tough and commanding, and I went with uh, Stephanie Beatriz, uh, who plays um, Rosa in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. And, oh, okay. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen her in like interviews and stuff, but that's like not her voice. <laughs> like she's always doing a character. And, um, but yeah, she's got a lot of range. She's very versatile. She's really good at playing intimidating 
And I think that's really important for the role. I love her Uh, and I wish she was She-Hulk. So I totally approve of this. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Now, Dompe. Juliet. Who's the gravekeeper? H. John Benjamin. I was going to go with John Goodman. Oh, God. That's a pretty good choice, too. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm sorry to Kelly, drop that bottle on you. <laughs> Kelly, who do you have for King Zora? Oh, um, okay. Well, let's remember my theme here. So, <laughs> King Zora, which let me give you an idea. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a setup here. My preface is who Princess Rudo is. Princess Ruto, if you saw Valerian and uh, the whatever Thousand Planets disaster movie, um, Cara Delevingne um, would be the young Princess Ruto, and Megan Fox would be the older Princess Ruto. The King Zora would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Who, who did you say? It was Karen, Karen Delevingne and, and um, Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan Fox. Okay. And then King Zora was who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Yeah. Welcome to my kingdom. Interesting, because like I would have put like John Goodman in King Zora. No, um, no, it's he's a buff. He's a buff fish. I... <laughs> he's a real buff fish and he's just like because of the water and so <laughs> uh... I I personally fucking love H. John Benjamin for for Dompe. like yeah I that's like I got I gotta like overrule on that one okay all right I mean, you're the tiebreaker vote is all. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that is your role. Like, just because, because like, you know, as an actor, H. John Benjamin's thing is that he never does anything but H. John Benjamin. There's absolutely like yeah. no inflection changes between characters, no personality yeah. change, nothing. Like, it's just always the same delivery. And I just love the idea of walking up and he's doing this. Hey, you coming here uh, late at night? <laughs> just really like yeah, a very right. like, just deadpan. Like, I, I, I that's the that's the best like reveal to me. Yeah, it, I think the reveal, especially like once we get to that point yeah. where you go, you're in Kakariko Village, you go to the graveyard, and like it's like after dark because you have to go and find the gravekeeper, and it's just like it's John Benjamin, yeah, just like, hey, John Benjamin, right. just like oh hey, he just starts uh, yeah. like talking like about how these kids mess with yeah. his graves and shit, <laughs> like. I, I think that's perfect. Like, I, I love yeah. that so much. Um, okay. okay, so we've now covered, I think, like, the bulk of, of the important characters here. And uh, as we always do at the end, we'll let's go summarize our current cast, and then we'll go marathon everyone else's choices for some of the outstanding characters we didn't have time for. Okay. So, running down the list here, uh, Young Link, we have decided to cast Caleb McLaughlin. Uh, Adult Link will be played by Tyler James Williams. Young Zelda will be played by Isabella Merced. And Adult Zelda slash Sheik will be played by Michelle Rodriguez. And Navi will be played by Darcy Carden. Uh, Ganondorf will be played by the inimitable Kanye West. 
uh, Kotake and Koome will both be played by Lindsay Lohan, and Darklink, of course, will be played by Andrew Garfield. Um, and then on our on our outsider uh, character side, we have uh, Ted Danson uh, playing the great Deku Tree. Uh, Frankie Muniz is Mito. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is Soraya. Uh, Stephanie Beatriz as Impa, and Giancarlo Esposito as Kipora Gabora, and of course H. John Benjamin as Dompe. Um, let's go, Kelly. Go down the list of yours, starting with Volvagia, Bongo Bongo, and Goma. Okay, well, obviously, uh, we know that the very talented Vin Diesel will take on all of these roles. So he's 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 got it. He's got it on lockdown. He's very excited about taking on these roles. Um, so I'm gonna go with more of my F9 inspired um, uh, casting. So Raru, uh, or however you pronounce his name, John Cena. Um, you know, he's a big old buff time sage. He's very, you know, ready to fight time. Um, if he could only get back into the ring. Um, let's see, uh, who else do we have? Um, Darunia. Darunia, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I, I think I was going to ask you all to guess who I figured would be that. Um, and obviously that's him. Uh, Nassim Perdad. Uh, from SNL and from Aladdin, I figured it'd be Naburu. Um, uh, Dompe, John Goodman, although you picked a good one. Um, Talon, I think would be John Turturro. Um, oh. A Malin, young and old, would be uh, Kieran Chipka from Sabrina. And then the older one would be Emma Stone. Um, Ingo would be Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that actually yeah I do too <laughs> do you have anything for uh, the mask salesman or uh, Skullchilla uh, Kid or, or anything like that I I um, did not have much for the happy mask salesman um, I figured maybe I, I didn't have somebody who was good for my F9 series um, but I figured because his movie recently tanked and, um, he maybe doesn't know any better, uh, RDJ would just be willing to show up and be like, yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, I have more money than, than probably most people just for playing Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, let's go, uh, Juliet. Who do you got? So, Vavagi, Bongo, Bongo, Goma, and then we'll go over to the other side, the side characters. Uh, okay, uh, Vavagi, uh, I had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, he's already played a dragon, so he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows his way around. Uh, Bongo, Bongo is like. I was kind of imagining this like awesome monologue that's like <laughs> creepy and in the dark before you like step out and all this sort of stuff. Right. And I wanted somebody who was like really captivating in order to do that. So I was thinking James Spader. Ooh, okay. 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 Yeah. Not a bad one. Um, and uh, Kelly, you'll actually be happy to hear this. I actually went with Vin Diesel for Goma. Thank you. So. Thank you for seeing yeah. how good he is. Like, just yeah. like I mean, like, let's, let's call that a lock then, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, He's got a pole, and he knows how to how to do. Yeah. Um, for Raru, we needed somebody that I thought would um, 
be a really like good reveal in the like halfway point please in the movie when we get into John like Cena, the the adult pink stuff. I went with uh, John Lithgow. I was um, close. Yeah, both Johns, both Johns. Um, for Darunia, we needed some. I needed somebody who was like who could keep that, do that energy. Like mm-hmm. needed the energy. And uh, Terry Crews, no. Ter- That's Terry a good one. Cruz. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Princess Rudo, I didn't do uh, young and old. I figured it would be a, a, a voice acted mm-hmm. uh, one. And so I went uh, Kate McKinnon. Okay. Oh, my God, I love her. Because so I think that that, like, really excited, like, overly affectionate and probably hilarious. Yeah, like, you could like, totally make her very funny in that context then, too. Especially, like, yeah, the part where he's yeah. got to, like, carry her around, like, you know, the, the dungeon and whatnot, yeah. like, yeah. and throw her. Yeah. Uh, who's um, your King Zora? Bob Odenkirk. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think like that, like that kind of like sleepy, distracted, um, but also like really self-important and uh, inquisitive. Like I, I think, and just like also kind of like welcoming and and yeah. also. That that scene that lasts a really long time, where King Zora has to like move yeah. out of the way. <laughs> I was just like thinking of of Bob Odenkirk just be like, oh, just, oh hang on, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I I got this. I got you sh- no, I don't help me. Full you Mr. Cannot. Show on it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Nibiru who? Uh, Lashana Lynch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, some that like fiery and uh friendly like we first meet her when he's like young link and uh going into the the desert and everything and and uh also someone who's just like really passionate and cool and stuff and i think that she could thrive in some like action sequences and that sort of stuff um talent and malin uh i went for talent i went nathan fillion oh okay he's like a super dad like he plays like like every dad yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually forgot to do um, a young Malin. Um, Let's assume we pick like a fresh face for for young Malin. Or um, we can recycle my rejected uh, young Zelda for Sadie Sink. Mm, okay. And um, who pairs really well with my uh, adult Malin, which is uh, Sophie Turner. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I bet. Uh, and then um, uh, Ingo. Uh, I Charlie Day is a better choice than mine, um, but I do like mine. It was uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it would be cute. Right. But like Charlie Day could play the crazy out of that. Like. Oh yeah. Um, like he's a better Ingo, like all around. Um, and then um, Happy Mask Salesman. I have uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I think I you'd be it. really good at it. I fucking love it. Yeah, you'd be really good. It was actually in... the first casting choice that I came up with for this list. Yeah, and I was just like so happy with it. Um, and so th- those are the ones. Yeah, that's it. That's um phenomenal. Uh, so uh, any any closing thoughts about this film, uh, Kelly? I'm. What do you, what do you say about this only cast a list? little disappointed that it wasn't a full cast 
uh, copy of the Fast and the Furious. I think that if we were watching, you know, like Link on, you know, some some like cart, and he had to take a a, a harpoon and drift, and and it would have been Vin. He would have been like. Uh, and people would have been like loving it, you know, with great lines like oh, uh, and oh, uh. <laughs> <And>, yeah. <laughs> it would have been, and like you know, you replace um, anyone who's who's uh, an older woman with a young, um, very uh, conventionally attractive um, woman, and it just would have been um, techno and drifting and explosions and you know i think i think um i'm happy with where we went with it i just i wonder what we could have had um so i i i I concede that maybe in the end we have a good movie juliet any closing thoughts i am actually i feel like this casting uh choice is really inspired i'm really i'm excited to see this movie now yeah would, would, would both of you watch this film i would see this oh, film. yeah absolutely i would see this i would see the hell out of this movie i would see it twice I, probably i would see yeah. the gilbert Gottfried redubbed version again we do have to mention that there is a separate cut where gilbert Gottfried plays navi yeah uh, there's the Gottfried but, cut yeah, we have a total recut here. Where he was paid for his day of work of of saying, hey, listen, and... <laughs> and um, Hey, listen! Hey, listen! <laughs> this is how you use the sword! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, um... Uh, thank you all for listening to Cats of the Past. As always, uh, I want uh, to thank our hosts, uh, Juliet and Kelly. Uh, I have been uh, Av- Avery Nora, uh, your panel moderator. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Giant Robot B. Uh, Juliet, where can people find you? Uh, you can usually just search my name, uh, Juliet Tango Milan, and I show up. So that's me. Uh, you can Kelly, find- where can people see your lovely comics? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at drawing and other things. And then I also do a um, bat comic, a Batman comic called At Little Batman, um, or it's At Little Bat Comics, and it's a little Batman comic. It's lovely. Thank you. Uh, little Batman comics give me life. I love them well, so much. Every, they are. Everyone should should uh, should read them. They're they're, they're amazing. They're the best. They are the best uh, fan content on the internet <gasps> hands down that's amazing so, thank you that's a flattery nice gets you everywhere <laughs> again thank you so much for listening we will see you next time take care cast from the past is a so says media production if you enjoyed this podcast share it with your friends comedy is best enjoyed together if you want to help us make more content you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash so says media Follow us on Twitter at SoSaysMedia for the latest updates. Thanks for listening.